We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Are you a broken vessel, weighted down with discouragement, illness, or perhaps a disability? Well, take heart. Whatever your burden may be, God offers treasures that will transform your life. Hello, dear listeners. You're listening to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. And here are your hosts, Paul and Tabitha Norris. Did you know there are approximately 250 million deaf people worldwide? As we learned from How Shall They Hear Part 1, they are often an isolated and forgotten people, and the need for more laborers to reach them with the message of the gospel is great. We are honored to have John and Diane Barr joining us to continue our discussion and answer more of our questions about deaf ministry. When someone comes in to, to the church, is there a way to identify someone as being deaf? Because, you know, from what I've observed, it's one of those disabilities that's not obvious right away for most people. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's a little hard to, uh, to if you speak with someone and they don't respond to you, our natural, as a hearing person, our natural response is, oh, they're being rude to us. Right. But if you, if you have your radar up for deaf people, then the next thing to do is to sign to them. So for even when I, like when I've uh, met people out in public and I didn't know if they were deaf, I kind of suspected they were deaf, mm-hmm. I would say with my voice, hi, how are you, when looking at them and when we had uh, eye contact. But at the same time, I'll do the sign for deaf with my right hand. I'll touch my mouth and touch my ear and just kind of nonchalantly. And if you say, hi, how are you, a hearing person will respond, fine, or whatever they'll say. And if you're doing the sign for deaf and raise your eyebrows for the question, then a deaf person will say, yes, you know signs? Hmm. Yeah, they'll say it in sign language. That's kind of a good way to to, uh, to do that. You can look for hearing aids. Uh, Look for somebody that's that's using their eyes more than uh, their hearing counterparts. Mm -hmm. I realize that the hearing aid doesn't necessarily mean that the person's deaf. A lot of times... You know, they're ones that are losing their hearing, but they've been in the deaf culture, excuse me, the hearing culture all their lives. Right. And so they don't understand about deafness at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they might be offended if you say, are you deaf? Unless you're signing it, in which case they wouldn't understand that and they wouldn't be offended. But, uh, you know, they just go up to a hearing person and say, are you deaf? Might not be the best thing to do. <laughs> but a deaf person. A deaf person responds very well to that. They're, they're very quick to say, oh, yes. There is a, uh, a legal blindness. You know, people say, I'm legally blind. Right. And uh, they can't drive a car or whatever. And they've been prohibited from doing things. There's no such thing as being legally deaf. I mean, I guess people are diagnosed with deafness so they can get either disability or whatever else. But, but there's no real term legally deaf. Because deafness is a is a wide variety of things. It's more cultural than it is the hearing loss. Hmm. Uh, we have a lady that volunteers at our ministry, and she I mean she speaks just like a hearing person pretty much, and and she can hear pretty well when she has her hearing aids in. So uh, and she reads lips, and so she communicates just really well. And um, she said one day, I, I thought this was really interesting. She said, when you talk to me, you speak to my head. But when you sign to me, you speak to my heart. Mm-hmm. 
and because that's her natural language. Right. And I found that very fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, it, so with that in mind, if you find somebody, you're talking about being polite or identifying a deaf person, when you find somebody that signs, then, then I don't want to say cater to that, but, but go that direction, go visual means of communication more than you would just with your, um, you're relying on them reading lips. There's really very few deaf people read lips well. Gotcha. So a lot of churches will provide an interpreter for the deaf, but what are some other ways that we can minister to deaf in the church? Deaf Sunday school classes is really the best way. Hmm. Uh, providing an interpreter is, um, is, is, a, is okay, but really... To, in order to teach deaf people the Bible and, and meet their their spiritual needs, a deaf Sunday school class or a deaf Bible class will will help greatly because the, you can structure the lesson in a way that's most readily understood, and uh, you can use visuals as needed. You can go at a pace that's much slower than hearing people. Uh, interpreting is usually, uh, well, interpreting for a hearing speaker the, the hearing speaker, hearing people like things to go fast. They like for it to be, uh, to jump around. They enjoy the, you know, a lot of humor. And all of that makes for really tough interpreting. Hmm. And so um, so a, a class is very, very helpful. Um, also, uh, just a fellowship with deaf people before and after church. You can, you can meet a lot of needs by just uh, talking with them. We have deaf people that... Um, at our church, that will every once in a while, uh, very often actually, will bring in a piece of paper or something they got in the mail. Said, "What does this mean? Am I in trouble? <laughs> or, or is this real? Or is this a scam? Or what is it?" Right. And um, because they can't can't read it, so as you explain to them, then you're building credibility, you're building that friendship, but then you're also ministering to a real need that they have. They they need to know something. Yeah. Also, with fellowships, um, you're able to spend time with deaf people, and they with you, and that way there's um, a lot of relationship building. There's also meeting a lot of their needs and getting to know each other so that you know more what those needs are. But um, included in that, with fellowshipping with them, is that um, you understand more about deafness. You... There's just a lot that's involved, in, and deaf people love the fellowship. They they thrive on the fellowship. And you think about it, uh, even in a church situation, a lot of times there's only you know a certain number of people that they can fellowship with there. But usually that's a lot more than what they have at home, where no one else speaks in signs with them. No one or a few people are concerned about them. When they go to the restaurant after church, they don't have many people that they can communicate with or to the store or anything like that. So that fellowship time at church can be tremendously uh, helpful in in reaching out to them and, and ministering to them in their needs. Well, and along that line with uh, fellowship, too, is when you're talking with people, uh, needs come up, questions come up about life or about decisions that a person's making. And so that gives a great opportunity to to biblically minister to that person, share with them what the Bible says about something, and uh, and really meet some good spiritual needs. There are so many blessings that come out of belonging to a church. 
as you've pointed out, fellowshipping with brothers and sisters in Christ is essential. It's also a place for the body of Christ to learn and grow and minister to those in need. What about the area of serving? Since opportunities to participate should be extended to every member, including the deaf, what are some ways we could incorporate them in serving? Well, one of the things that helps a lot there is that as you become more comfortable with them, they're going to become comfortable with you, and and they're going to want to do things in the church. They're going to want, as they grow in Christ, Mm -hmm. they are going to want to serve and to be a part of it. And so a lot of it is, you know, what do other people do in the church? And most most of those things they can be involved in. Uh, Deaf, you know, many deaf ladies will help in the nursery. Uh, Some of the others are just they're they just are very very friendly people. So they can become greeters in the church. You know, those that welcome others there. Um, A lot of churches. You know, it seems like most of the time our churches have a lot of fellowships, and so there's always food involved, and you want to get them involved in bringing that food and and being a blessing in that way. But knowing that what they're doing is serving and being a part of the church, and they're not just on the outside looking in. Right. Um, one of the other things is a great blessing is, you know, most everybody just loves the beauty of sign language. Mm. And so if you can get a deaf person or a group of deaf uh, deaf people and have a choir and all where um, you can have somebody leading them and and they are singing in front of the the church and you know that could be a thing that happened in their deaf class it could happen in in the deaf in the hearing church also and and be a real blessing to them and everybody always and and most of the time we've had a deaf choir people are just coming up to you afterwards saying how, what a blessing that was to them and, and that the singing with the signs makes it so much more uh, picturesque, of course, but even clearer in, in the messages getting across. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of things there with the music, um, even giving testimonies in church uh, or you know, get them used to it by having them give testimonies in their classes and all, but, but then in front of the de- hearing people, when when a, a hearing person hears um, the life story of a deaf person and some of the things that has been a part of his life, her life as, they, as he was growing up, just to uh, hear that and then to know that now they are a person who is here in the church who has gotten saved and who's growing in the Lord and how the Lord's using them now. And just You know, that kind of testimony will just impact and influence much of the hearing world there. Sure will. Uh, something else, we just had somebody yesterday ask me, um, uh, can deaf people drive uh, the church van, pick up people? And uh, I responded back and said, well, yes, but um, the, even the bus captain or somebody else on there needs to be aware that you can't just ask them any question. They've got to keep their eyes on the road. Because right. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we have a joke that if we're behind somebody that's swerving, they're either, uh, they're either drunk or they're deaf communicating. <laughs> But, but many of the churches we've been in have had, you know, deaf people driving, especially for uh, if they deaf events, deaf, events mm-hmm. deaf getting the deaf to church. Many of them 
do not have vehicles and all, so somebody has to pick them up. So for a deaf person to drive a church vehicle or drive his own vehicle right. and bring, you know, bring somebody to church, important. A good question is just what do your other members do? And almost anything another member could do, a deaf person can do. That's a good point. Part of your ministry has included creating materials that can be used to present God, God's word to the deaf. Uh, you used your experience, your expertise to produce quite a few DVDs and books. What resources would you recommend to present the gospel to the deaf community? We have one that has just been amazingly used. Uh, it's We're astounded at the number of people who viewed it and how many copies of this DVD we've made and seen distributed and even around the world, we hear stories of people getting saved. Uh, the, the, the DVD is called Good News for Deaf People. Hmm. It's available through our ministry at uh, silentwordministries.org. And uh, we also have it online so you can uh, you can view it or download it, put it on your device, and take it and show it to somebody. But it presents the gospel in uh, five different ways in the, on the DVD. Of course, the video online just is one, one particular method, but it's evangelist Ronnie Rice, who is, has for years traveled in churches and preached around the world, and uh, he makes the gospel so clear just using gestures. And so even in a foreign country, deaf people can understand it and, hmm. and uh, get saved. It's a 16-minute video that is just phenomenal. And uh, so we recommend that. We also have a set of uh, flip cards. Uh, they're they're spiral-bound, and you can— um, one concept per page is called You Can Go to Heaven. And um, that's like a dollar from our ministry to, to be able to use that. Um, and uh, we have that online where you can download it in color as well and uh, for free on online. And uh, simple tracks, Evangicube, drawings that you have in your Bible or little flashcards you carry with you, uh, a lot of things like that. We also have a website, uh, not only just our main website, silentwordministries.org, but we have one called signthebible.com. And there we have a lot of videos that are online. A person can just watch them for free. And it's basically a Bible teaching site. where will go into um, either chapter by chapter, verse by verse, or certain people. There'll be stories about that pe- those people, Bible people, or... Um, um, different different uh, Bible topics that are on there. It's basically for teaching, and um, that's a great resource. Some people are even using that, using the videos on that in their deaf Sunday school class. If they don't have a teacher, then they'll play that for uh, for the class, and the class will learn. Uh, there's a lot of things that are available. And, of course, one of the biggest things is to remember that deaf, for the deaf people, all of it, depends on being visual. So any pictures that you have um, will make it more clear. You know, a lot of, of tracks are a lot of words. But if you have find some tracks that have good pictures, good diagrams that explain or show what is happening, it's a, a lot more clear to them. And that's why we're doing a lot more on the videos and all, too, online, just because that's their language. Right. Oh. Well, we we really appreciate your ministry, and we've loved learning about Silent Word Ministries. Is there 
anything specific that we could pray about for you, your ministry, for Silent Word Ministries? Oh, yes. Um, well, we are a missionary evangelistic organization. So um, we're a ministry that um, was designed, was established back in 1966 to, to reach and teach deaf people for Christ. And um, so pray for us as we, as we do that. Uh, we, we're always needing more people. There, there's a, a real need for people to help us people to help in deaf ministries around the country and around the world. Um, there's, there's, um, we travel in meetings called Fantastic Saturdays that help areas, uh, deaf ministries in, in specific areas around the country. We conduct about 20 of those uh, between ourselves and others on the team, about 20 of those all together for the purpose of helping deaf ministries. And so, you know, pray for us as we do that. We're, we're in that season right now, and it's a very hectic schedule, and <laughs> we, we really uh, need prayer in that regard. Uh, with our missionaries and, and our mission board, I uh, pray that the Lord give us more laborers to go into other countries and, and regions in the United States to share the gospel. Um, and then we need volunteers here just to, um, to help, maybe come in just for a few days and help on one project or another project whether it be grounds or, uh, you know, the grounds uh, upkeep or um, maintenance, things that, you know, we can't get done, or videography, photography, um, graphic design. Mm -hmm. And so much of this can be done, you know, from, from a distance, or we have some rooms here at the office where somebody can come in and, and, um, and stay here for a few days and work um, and volunteer. And so we just need... Um, need your prayers and all these things that we're doing. We, it's amazing what, what God has done through Silent Word Ministries. And with the small team that we have, it's, 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 it's amazing where we're reaching right now. And, of course, that's all of the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're grateful for that. Yeah, the death ministry worldwide is, is still basically a pioneer ministry in that um, you know, there, there are so many deaf people, and they don't live in one place. So we have to go out and reach them in where they are. And so more laborers is definitely the, the major um, desire and major need there. And ones that have a burden for deaf people, because most people, most hearing people don't even know that, you know, don't even think about deaf people. It's not that they are ignoring them. They just don't think about deaf people. And so they don't think of them as a mission field or having a need or, uh, of the gospel right. or, and especially it, uh, being met in a, you know, a slightly different way. Of course, everyone's saved the same way, but, but different modes of communicating that to the people so that they can understand it and respond to the Lord. So the laborers and and the um, ability for those laborers to get to the various places where they need to be to reach deaf people and for a you know a burden for hearing people to to realize the need. Finally, I guess it's just pray that the Lord will continue to supply the needs financially. Um, everyone on our team is is uh, has to go and raise our, their support individually. And we don't have a, a resource to, to fund all this otherwise. And so um, we all just volunteer around the, the office here. We don't take a salary from the office except as we raise it. And so, um, you know, pray that, that, that uh, those needs will be met as we move forward.
Oh, we definitely will be upholding you in our prayers. It's a big ministry, and it's amazing what what the Lord is doing. And um, even as even as big as it is, and the, and the reach we're having, there's so much more that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't mention this. One of the other projects that we're working in right now. Since deaf people around the world, probably, well, according to the World Federation of the Deaf, 80% of deaf people worldwide have no access to education. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a secular organization saying that. From our perspective, if they don't, if they're not educated, they don't have uh, language, then how do they get the gospel? And so we have one of our men, David Bennett, who's a veteran missionary to Brazil, he's gesturing the uh, Creation to Christ series, and we're about halfway through right now, and it's all gestures, made-up signs, so that a person in a foreign country can understand how to get saved. Mm -hmm. We've done about 50 of the lessons. We were thinking it'll be somewhere 90 to 100 lessons, Mm -hmm. and at the very end, we get to the cross, but so far, we're not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work, (laughs) and uh, we need prayer in that project as well. There, there is a, uh, we do send out a free newspaper, if anybody would like it. It's not an advertisement for our ministry, but it's a literal newspaper that we send to about 11,000 and uh, another thousand online. So, uh, and it's been every two months. We'll be glad to, to send that. And there's not, uh, no, no appeal for money in that. It's not a fundraising thing. It's a ministry we have. And um, you just contact Solid Ministries at our website or um, with our, uh, at our ministry office here, and we'll be glad to to uh, send that out and, and keep people updated on uh, deaf ministry in general. Great. Very good. Well, John and Diane, thank you again for joining us. We're incredibly thankful for the years you've dedicated to serving the Lord and spreading the good news of the gospel to the deaf. We've really learned a lot from you today, and our hearts have been challenged. Well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate the opportunity to to get out the the news about the deaf uh, and the the need for more workers and for deaf people to understand the gospel. We appreciate your heart for uh, wanting to minister to people who have challenges, and um, that's that's becoming more uh, more known. And and it's through people like you that are that are helping with that. So we really appreciate that. To learn more about Silent Word Ministries and to find links to the websites discussed in this episode, please check out the podcast description. Thanks for tuning in today to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. It is our hope and prayer that you will find the grace and goodness of God even in trials. We'd love to hear from you, and your feedback is important to us. You can reach out to Paul and Tabitha with comments, questions, or to share an episode with a friend in need through our website at bvh.org.